them this morning. They're a little under the weather today. Uh, there's a lot of sickness going on in the land right now uh, throughout Georgia. I'm hearing a lot of people are coming down with some type of little something. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what to do when we get sick or we start to feel sick symptoms coming upon us. We're going to talk about what do we need to do in order to get better according to God's words. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, I want to invite you to come to um, uh, church service this morning at 11 a.m. I want to tell you we're going to have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord this morning. I'm excited about what God is doing there uh, this morning in our church service. And I also want to uh, inform you that this Friday night, this Friday night, we will be uh, having a Friday night worship service. Friday night worship service. We have a group of churches that are coming together. Uh, we're going to have special singing. Uh, we're going to have a couple of bands playing and, and worshiping God. And, and I tell you, we are going to have a wonderful time this Friday night. This Friday night is all about worshiping God and praying, uh, seeking the Lord. We're entering into a, a time of praying and seeking the Lord. And that's what this Friday night is all about. So I want to encourage you to come and, and to be a part of this Friday night service with us as, uh, as we get ready to enter into the presence of God. Amen. I think I finally got my phone going. We can get on the internet now. All right, there we are. We're live on the internet this morning. Praise God. And so we're going to have a Friday night um, fire uh, worship service this Friday night. Uh, different singers are coming. We're going to have uh, different singing groups coming, uh, different churches. And we're just going to be worshiping God and just praying and seeking the Lord on Friday night. And then on Saturday morning, we are doing something. We are trying to launch a food bank ministry here at the Bowden Church of God. And we're trying to do this every third Saturday of the month. And our plan is to open this up to the community. And we've already got donations coming in for our food bank ministry. I've already started advertising as of yesterday. And so we, um, we're going to be giving out the food. We're going to be um, praying with people. And that's going to Saturday morning at 9 a.m. And we're going to go to the food runs out. I've got on my flyer from 9 to 11. But if you've ever served in the food bank ministry before, it usually does not last that long because the food goes very fast. There's a lot of people will be lining up in our parking lot, and we're going to do a drive-through food bank ministry. Uh, no questions asked. We don't care where you live, what county you come from. We're not asking you what your financial situations are. We just want to love on you and bless you and, uh, and give you some food. That's going to be this Saturday morning at 9 a.m., but come Friday night at 7 p.m. and join us in our Friday night worship service. And we are going to have a wonderful time. All right, well, let's get ready to pray. Uh, let's pray for Daryl Hill. Let's pray for uh, uh, Daryl's um, uh, situation in his body. Let's pray for Heather Hill's family um, and Patsy Hill's family, Jeff Hill. All of them are sick today, and we want to pray for them. We also want to pray for Letitia and her family, Jody and their family, um, they're also under the weather, um, as you could say. The, the, there's a lot of sicknesses going throughout the land, and uh, we want to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what to do when sickness is knocking at your door this morning. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. It's good to see Brother Al on here, Sister Patricia. It's good to see you. God bless you. 
And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you today, Lord, that we can come and be in your presence today. We thank you for your holy word this morning that's going out, Lord, in this Sunday school class. And Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over those that are sick in body, We over the body of Christ, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus right now for a healing and a cure. Lord, send forth your word and bring healing and a cure to the body of Christ this morning. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you have planned for this Friday night, uh, our worship service, and what you have planned for our Saturday morning food bank, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, you're sending the angels out and gathering the food for us and helping us, Lord, in this ministry. And that you've come along beside us and you are working with us and helping us in this ministry as we are trying to be the hands and the feet of Jesus this week, Father. We thank you, Lord, as you're getting people ready to come to the house of the worship at 11 o'clock. And we thank you, Lord, for a Holy Ghost meeting we're going to have today in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Good morning, Brother Matthew. Glad to see you come and join the Sunday School class this morning. Uh, get your Bibles out. We're going to turn to the book of Matthew chapter 12. And we're going to be looking at um, chapter 12 and verse 2. Chapter 12, verse 2. Good morning, Patricia. Thank you for reaching out to me this morning. And chapter 12 and verse 2. It says, uh, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. I'm going to read the same verse to you, but I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Bible. I love the Amplified Bible because it amplifies some things that we need to know and talk about, okay? It says, Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. Whew, boy, we could stop and just preach a sermon right there. Where are we at in today's world? Superficial values and customs are, are just running chaos uh, through everything this morning. Amen. I got your message, Angel, but I do not know what to do about that at all. Um, all right. So it says here, Do not be conformed to this world any longer. And which is superficial values and customs be transformed by the progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on God's values, ethical attitude. We, <laughs> we need to focus on godly values and ethical attitude. Amen. That is that right there. We'll preach. I got your message this morning, Angel, but I don't know what to do about the echo on the radio, so I'm just going to have to leave that alone. Um, but we praise God this morning uh, that you're listening and helping us out this morning. But we need to focus on godly values and ethical attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, which is good and acceptable and perfect in His plan and purpose for you. Amen. So, the Bible's telling us, Paul was telling us in his writings, that we need to be transformed. And how do we be transformed? Well, first of all, we want to be transformed into the image of Christ and not our own image. We don't want to make Christ an image of us, but we are to be in the image of Christ. So we need to be transformed in how we think and what we do this, uh, this morning uh, on how we think about the Word of God. So we want the Word of God to transform us. And the only way that the Word of God can transform us is first of us for us to hear the Word of God. You've got to hear the Word of God and 
Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Just like I gave the illustration last Sunday that electric, uh, the light bulb um, lighteth by electricity. Okay, use some King James lighteth in there. Okay, so the, the, the light bulb only works if electricity is going through it. And it works by electricity. Faith works by love. If you don't have love in your heart, you don't have love, then your faith cannot activate, it cannot work, and you have no benefits whatsoever. So we need to make sure that we're walking in love at all times, okay? And so, not only do you need to hear the Word, but you also need to be a doer of the Word. Good morning, TC. It's good to see you on here, my brother. I love you. But we need to be a doer of the Word, not just a hearer only. Because if you're just a hearer only of the Word, then you're not getting anywhere. You're not doing anything, okay? Uh, you're not going to progress in life. You're not going to change your life. You've got to not only be a hearer of the Word, but a doer of the Word. That means put into practice what you're hearing. Whatever you're hearing, that's what you need to do. One of the greatest things that Mary, the mother of Jesus, said when he went to the wedding feast, and, he, and they ran out of wine, and he told, Mary told the servants, Jesus said, it's not my time. But Mary didn't listen to that. Mary looked at the servants and said, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. And that's my message to you this morning. Whatever this holy Bible tells you to do, just do it. Whatever the Lord Jesus Christ says to you, just do it. It will change your life, okay? But you gotta, you got to want to change. you got to want to be a doer of the Word and put into practice what you're hearing. When you begin to practice what you're hearing and you become a doer of the Word of God and a hearer of the Word of God, your faith will increase. Amen? And when your faith increase, your powers of prayer increase. You know, you can go to God in prayer, but if you ain't got no faith, guess what? That prayer just bounced right off the ceiling, came right back and hit you in the head. It ain't going to do no good. But you've got to have faith mixed with your prayers in order to receive something from the Lord. So if you want to change your life and you're praying about something in your life, you've got to have faith that God is, number one, He is able and that He is willing, and you've got to know what His Word says about your situation. So again, you must get into the Word of God. You've got to get into the Word of God. So once we get into the Word of God and we hear the Word of God and we're doing what the Word of God tells us to do, and we begin to study the Word of God and think about the Word of God, meditating on it day and night is what God told Joshua to do. When we do that, our minds will be transformed. We will start thinking like Christ thinks instead of thinking like the world thinks. This is so huge and so important because a lot of people, man, they go to God in prayer and they want God to do something and then all of a sudden... You know, they just don't have the faith what they're praying for. They don't know what God's will is. They don't know what God's word says about it. And uh, it becomes wishful hoping. Let me tell you, wish, wishful hoping is not faith. Now, that's all it is, is wishful hoping. It's not faith at all. Amen. Matthew just handed me a, a note here. Let me see what it says. Transformed into the image of the world or the image of Christ. Yeah, that's a good point. Do we want to transform into the image of the world, which is full of death and decay? Or do we want to transform into the image of Christ, which is life, peace, and freedom? I don't know about you. 
I want to transform into the image of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Brother Matthew, for, for that. Praise God. Amen. So we want to talk about this, and we're going to open this up some more this morning at 11 a.m., being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Now, right now, there's a lot of sickness going on. There's a lot of sickness going on. And if I have your email, if you open your email up this morning, you will see 101 healing scriptures in your email. And uh, I'm sending that out to my church because right now, man, it, we have like three families in our church that are sick. Um, you know, there's a, the flu's going around, there's COVID going around, there's RSV going around. And, um, and who knows, uh, you know, what's going to be released next. But we need to know what the Word of God says about healing. First of all, let me encourage you to go to your doctor if you're sick. And get your medicine that you need because we're going to fight this on both ends. We're going to fight this in the physical, which is taking our medicine, going to the doctors. And we're going to fight this in the spiritual. The word of God brings healing by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the stripes that he was whipped, 39 stripes on his back. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4 and 5. By his stripes, we are healed, which means Jesus paid the price for your physical healing in your body. When he was beaten with that whip and blood was coming out of his body. So by his stripes, we are healed. Jesus already paid the price. We need to be the ones receiving the free gift that Christ has given to us. Okay? So I'm going to read 101 healing scriptures to you. And uh, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about it as we go through it. But I want you to just soak in the Word. Soak in the Word and allow this Word to bring that faith that's inside of you up. We've all been given the same measure of faith by God, and that faith can increase as we hear more of God's Word. Number one is Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. The Lord is the Lord who heals you. Amen? The Lord is the Lord who heals you. So Yahweh is his name. Yahweh is the Lord who heals you. Okay? Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. My days shall be 120 years. Do you want to live a long time on this earth? Then you need to start claiming it. You need to start speaking it. Amen? My days shall be 120 years. Genesis chapter 15, verse 15. I shall be buried in a good old age. A good old age. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> 50 years old is not a good old age. No, I don't even think 100 is a good old age anymore. The closer you get to it, the <laughs> you begin to realize that, man, 100 ain't so old after all, you know. <laughs> but a good old age. There are too many young people dying. Too many young people dying, you know. I heard about a guy died the other day, he was only 62 years old, and I thought, my Lord, he died before his time. He had so much more life to live. But you know, we are to be buried in a good old age. This is Genesis chapter 15 and verse 15. These are promises in God's Word to you if you will, if you will believe it and activate your faith in it and speak it and act on it. Amen. In Job chapter 5, verse 26, it says, And I shall go to my grave in full age, like as a shock of corn goes in its season. I shall go to my grave in full age. Amen? Full age. That means we're going to live a long time. We're going to be old. Amen? We're going to live a long time. 
and be old. Amen. It says, When the Lord sees the blood, He will pass over me. The plagues shall not be upon me to destroy me. That's Exodus chapter 12 and verse 13. When the Lord sees the blood, He will pass over me, and the plague shall not be upon me to destroy me. Now, the blood he's talking about in Exodus chapter 12, verse 13, is when the children of Israel were in Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and the death angel was released to go through Egypt and kill all the firstborn. And they were to take uh, the blood of a lamb and put it on the doorposts of their house. And when the death angel went by the house and saw the blood on the doorposts, the death angel was to pass by the house and not bring death into that house. So that's where this is coming from. But guess what? You and I have better blood than the blood of an animal over us. We have the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the shed blood of Christ on Calvary's cross where he shed his blood. He washed away our sins in his precious blood, but his precious blood not only washes away our sins and heals and brings salvation, but his blood heals us. His blood can raise the dead. I'm telling you, his blood is healing and brings healing to our bodies today. So look at this again with me. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 13. When the Lord sees the blood, he will pass over me. The plague, the plague, which is sickness. What are we hearing so much about ever since 2020? The plague, amen, shall not be upon me to destroy me. The plague cannot destroy you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, you say, well, brother, I know a lot of Christians that died, even pastors that died when COVID came into the world. And that is so true. But how many of them actually had faith in the blood? How many of them had faith? See, you've got to have faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. You've got to have faith. When COVID came to my door and COVID hit me, I felt something that was terrible for about two hours. But during that two hours that those symptoms were hitting me, I was pleading the blood of Jesus. I rebuked it. I put my faith in the action. I said, I'm not going to receive this. I refuse to accept COVID. I refuse. I, I plead the blood of Jesus over my body. I quoted every healing scripture I could think of. And I want to tell you, in two hours time, it was gone. And after that, I was ministering to other people who had COVID laying hands on other people who were full-blown COVID before they were going to the hospital and praying with them. And never did I get another symptom. I never got another symptom of COVID. Because I believe in, in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe in the healing of Christ. As a matter of fact, I have not been sick in over six years. I really don't know how long it's been. I know for a fact it's been over six years, but it may have been over 10 years. I, I don't get sick. I don't get sick because I don't allow sickness to come to me inside of my body. If I start to feel any kind of a symptom, I begin to plead the blood of Jesus. I begin to rebuke it. I, re I begin to quote every scripture that we're quoting this morning that I'm reading to you today. And I begin to fight it in the spirit realm. I pray and I trust God and it's gone. So I want to tell you something. I've told my children, I've told my church, and I'll just keep saying it. Uh, I will not die sick. When I die, I will be as healthy as healthy can be, and I will simply close my eyes, and I will step out of this body into glory. I am not going to die sick. I don't care what runs in the family. I don't care who's around me and how they die. 
this boy right here, I'm not going to die sick. I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because here's the way I see it. If I accept the sickness, if I accept it into my life, and there's a lot of people that accept sickness, and they'll tell you, well, this time of the year, you know, uh, the flu's going around, and I always get the flu. That is you accepting the flu. That is you accepting the sickness. And then you have people say, well, cancer runs in my family, and that's probably what I was going to... That's probably what's going to kill me too, is cancer. Well, then you are accepting the sickness. See, that is the wrong way of thinking. You need to get your mind transformed into the image of Christ and stop thinking like that and start thinking about what the Word of God says. The Word of God says you can be healed. The Word of God says you can live a long life. The Word of God says you can walk in divine health. Yes, divine health. I believe that. But you've got to activate your faith you got to believe it, amen. Thank you, Brother uh, Pastor Terry, amen, in me here, and Patricia, amen. Um, listen, you've got to have faith in God. You've got to have faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, and you've got to stand with it. I will not deny the blood, the power of the blood. I will not deny it in my life, amen. Now, let me tell you something. If I died tomorrow from some terrible disease, and they buried me in the backyard the next day, it does not change one word I just said. Not one word. Not one word. The Word of God is yes and amen for eternity. For eternity. Amen? But that's not going to happen to me. I'm going As long as the Lord tarries, I'm, I'm looking for the Lord to come and rapture the church any day. And when the Lord comes to rapture the church, I'm going and I'm going to disappear. Listen, the great vanishing is happening. I'm going to vanish. Amen? I'm going to be with the Lord. You're going, to, you're going to hear about the great vanishing for all those who don't make the rapture and you don't get uh, uh, rescued out of this old planet. You're going to go through the tribulation years. You're going to hear about the great vanishing, the great vanishing of the world as millions of people have vanished and airplanes are falling out of the sky and cars are wrecking because they got no drivers. It's going to be massive chaos on the planet. The great vanishing, just to let you know, uh, Pastor CJ's gone. I'm, I'm, I'm up in the I'm up in the cloud. I'm I'm with the Lord. That's where I'm going to be. That's my that's where I want to be. That's where I'm going to be. Amen. Because I love the Lord Jesus Christ, who's my personal Lord and Savior, and He has saved me from the the, the destruction that is coming. He has saved my soul from hell, and He saved me from my own self and from my own sins. And I plead the blood, and I am saved from sickness. I am redeemed from sickness. I do not have to be sick. And therefore, I resist sickness at all costs. Amen. Resist it. So let's go back into the into the word here. All right. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 through 26. The Lord will take sickness away from the midst of me and the number of my days he will fulfill. Right there. We're not even in the New Testament yet. We're just in the Old Testament. Okay. We ain't even got out of the book of Exodus. Praise God. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting excited about this. I'm getting excited, Brother Matthew. This is a good word this morning. Exodus chapter 23. The Lord will take sickness away from the midst of me, and the number of my days he will fulfill. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. The Lord will not put any of the diseases I am afraid on me, but he will take all sicknesses away from you look at that he's going to take all sicknesses away from us he's not going to let any of the diseases of deuteronomy chapter 7 deuteronomy chapter 28 talking about the curse of the word 
for those that are in rebellion against God and all those sicknesses, the ten plagues of Egypt, uh, they're not going to come on us. He has removed that from us. The Lord has removed that from us. So the Lord has removed sickness from us. So come on, let's just resist all sicknesses and all diseases, all flus, all COVIDs, all cancers, everything, high blood pressure, everything you can imagine. Let's just resist it all in the name of Jesus. Amen? In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 9 and 21. It shall be well with me, and my days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven on the, <laughs> on the earth. Oh, boy, let's just stop and think about this one for a while. This is in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 9 and 21. It shall be well with me. Come on, say that with me. It shall be well with me. Come on, I don't hear you saying it. I don't hear you repeating. Come on, repeat it with me. It shall be well with me. And my days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon the earth. Amen? Amen? Are you, do you have peace in your life? Are you living in joy and happiness? Because that's exactly what the Lord wants you for you, is joy and happiness in your life. Amen? And so there we go. We can live in joy and happiness as days of heaven upon the earth. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 2. The Lord turned the curse into a blessing for me because the Lord loves me. That's Deuteronomy 23, verse 5, and Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 2. You got two scriptures saying the same thing here. The Lord turned the curse into a blessing. You can't curse me. You can't bring curses upon me. I don't care if you are a witch doctor or a witch or a warlock or whatever you call yourself. You can't cast a spell on me. You can't curse me in any way. You can't cause me no harm. You can't do anything against me because whatever you try to do, the Lord will turn the curse into a blessing. Amen? So you may try to curse me, but the Lord's going to turn it into a blessing. That's just the way it is. Why? Because the Lord loves me. The Lord loves me. The Lord loves you. And if you will believe the Lord this morning, He will show you His Word, and He will show you um, everything that I'm talking about this morning. Amen? Praise the Lord. God is good. God is good. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon. Think about this. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And guess what? Sickness is a weapon that Satan uses to torment people. People are tormented because of sicknesses and diseases in their lives and in their bodies. People are crippled in their bodies. They're ate up with arthritis and crippling diseases because Satan is doing everything he can to kill, steal, and destroy you. Satan hates you. Um, you don't want to run with the devil or anybody that runs with him. You don't want to hang out with them because all they want to do is bring you down, put you down, and keep you down. Well, that's a, good, that's a preacher right there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, I don't know if I can say that again if I tried. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. So, so let's get back into the Word here. All right. So we're looking, we just came out of Nehemiah 13 and 2. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 61, and Galatians chapter 
3, verse 13. Both of these scriptures are saying the same thing. And it says, The Lord has redeemed me from every sickness and every plague. Oh, I'm going to have to stop right here because we're running out of time. But the Lord has redeemed me from every sickness and every plague. Listen, I want you to confess this with me this morning. That the blood of Jesus Christ, come on, say it with me. The blood of Jesus Christ has redeemed me from every sickness and every plague. Every disease out there, every cancer, every AIDS, it don't matter what it is, every COVID. Listen, COVID-19, COVID-19. 25, COVID-100, it don't matter what the government releases out here to kill people. They can't kill me because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing is more powerful on the in the universe, no, beyond the universe, beyond the universe. Nothing is more powerful than the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ will save your soul. It will heal your body and it will bring divine protection for you. Amen. Nothing is more powerful than the blood of Jesus Christ this morning. So come on, let's say it again. The Lord has redeemed me from every sickness and every plague. Amen. Amen. Now listen, you want some more of this and you need to come to church this morning, 11 a.m., Bowden Church of God. Boy, we're going to dig into this. Praise God. Oh, amen. I see so many of you are just coming on and logging on. Good morning, Sister Brittany. Amen. Come to the Bowden Church of God this morning. We're getting ready to log off of here and get ready for church this morning. Uh, but everybody uh, who attends my church, check your email. Check your email this morning. 101 healing scriptures are in your email inbox this morning. You need to read them out loud so that you your spirit can hear that. I'm going to tell you something. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So read them out loud. Let your spirit man hear them and get strong in the Lord. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for our time that we have had here on Facebook and on the Internet radio this morning. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory for another wonderful uh, session on here this morning. And Father, we thank you, Father, right now for blessing us. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the house of God at 11 a.m. as we are going to dig more into this, as you transform how we think about sicknesses and diseases in our lives and on our bodies, Father. And as you lead us and instruct us this morning on what to do at, when we do go to the hospital and we're inside the hospital and we've been admitted to the hospital, there's certain instructions you want to give the church this morning. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you're going to give those instructions. We thank you, Lord, that you've sent your word and healed us and saved us. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for watching and being with me. I look forward to seeing so many of you at 11 a.m. God bless you. Bye-bye.